is my life, so I'll walk the line, yeah. I got to give everything I can for this. No ifs or buts, honey, I would die for this. Need it more than my next breath, yeah. You know that I'm totally obsessed with it. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Four Power Podcast. Here today with two members of the Shang, Zach and Aiden. How you going, boys? Good, how are you? Hey boys. <coughs> how you doing? Lads, as Lovely I said before, I just love that little mo. <coughs> what happened to yours? You had a good one. Didn't you have a good one before? What? Your mo. mo. My mo, mo. Mine's always been useless. This was like 20 you, years. Yeah. And you can't have a mo when you're fucking auditioning for Willy Wonka. Exactly. <laughs> I had to shave it before auditions. Billy Eilish uh, auditions. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. She doesn't have a mo. I can't have a mo, man. <laughs> Isn't she a good sort? Walking, so, down, walking down the room. Am I the only one secretly in love with her? Or? Oh, no. I mean, I'm in love with Billy Eilish. I went through a phase. I mean, if Alir is listening to this, <laughs> I'm not in love with Billy. <laughs> You've done well turning me on today, Zach, don't you? Anyway. <laughs> Kicking it off in the doghouse. So <coughs> tell us, mate, what made you die here, Grant? Um, well, we had Aiden's 20, 21st and I had a green outfit and I was like, well, why not? I got, I got, <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, I got no work at the moment and they, my work gets a bit cranky if you got like weird fucked up on can I swear? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weird, <laughs> fucked up, unnatural, coloured hair because yeah. it's all like corpo dudes that we do work for. So, I was so like it's not Woolworths, so Woolworths wouldn't crack shits. Cause yeah, no, well, if I work for Woolworths, it'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's like all like the big companies and stuff get all like real corporate, so I can't have coloured hair. So yeah. I was like, I've got no work, so why not? Why not? Treat yourself. <coughs> exactly. <coughs> and right, then, so and so you've gone blonde. I have, yeah. That was also like a, a COVID decision. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I was kind of keen, but I was a bit nervous, like, it's a big thing to do, but if I'm, yeah, I'm just at home, so I'm like, you know what, might as well do it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind it. I don't mind it's it. Got a very 70s vibe to it. It's like a, a VP ad from the seventies or something. Yeah, with the moustache as well. Yeah, yeah. let's crack it. Isn't the moustache actually—it's that good. It looks fucking fake. Big old Lorax. It is eight. The Lorax. Can you like you can full curl and shit? Yeah. Views playing the cricket team in the eighties. Yeah. Um, so tell us, boys, how'd you get started? Like, what kind of formed the Shang? I know that it was originally the Shang Gang. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was that Smash the Silence gig. Fuck. Yeah, 20, 20, 2016 or 20? It was 2016. Yeah, it was. I think it was 2016. Yeah. yeah. So what, we just mates in high school and you played yeah, together yeah. before that or? Uh, Aiden and I were pretty, like, probably best mates in high school and then we'd always sort of jam together. He Taught me how to play yeah. guitar. So, oh yeah. and so then I stopped. I kind of stopped playing though, and then Zach started to get into it more. Mm. And then he met Michael at a party, and he asked Michael to come jam. And then um, Isaac Percy he um, asked us to do Smash the Silence. So the three of us got together. Yeah, man. Because um, I do remember the first night I was there on that night. I remember you were like sitting at that little bench at the back, just oh, like trying to come up with the first time. Yeah, yeah. Michael had met; they'd yeah. never met before, <coughs> and then they had to learn. Oh, so you, you've never played yeah, together? So previously, that night was the first time we played together. Fuck. Yeah, it was pretty. Ever. It was pretty dumb, eh? Yeah, I done, yeah, <laughs> yeah I probably I the stupidest decision yeah. we've made. Yeah, I've done everyone else, but like uh, how many people? How many people? Like Fifty people? Oh, who knows? I've, I don't know. There was a photo somewhere. Of a that, few that was like yeah, heaps of people sitting. They're all spread out and sitting down, so you know. Think it's an optical illusion. N- nerves would have kicked in. Yeah. You'd think, oh, social, you'd think, you'd think uh, social distancing <laughs> happened back in exactly. 16 with oh, fucking everyone right. sitting away from each other. Exactly. But um, yeah, so where from there, boys? Like, where did you, did you gig after that? As Like, when you realised there was something going on? Or? Um, I don't know. You want to answer? Yeah, well, um, we decided we wanted to do something. And we did a, like, a, a gig at um, Camden Airport Bridge. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> like everybody come down We'll do a few like Acoustic songs And after that We're like you know what We need to get a drummer So this, this is all Pre-manager <laughs> Pre-record Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we all just like Kind of put the word out Yeah But then after that We decided we needed a drummer So we um, uh, You know Flynn Oh yeah Yeah, yeah, okay, we, yeah. we asked him Because we knew he could drum And he was pretty good He was like 14 or something mm. And he could drum pretty well Yeah So That was good And then I think after that would be, We played the bolo or something Didn't we Yeah And so Isaac Lewis our manager slash record label slash babysitter slash <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else do you do for us or slash I don't know driver tonight. I think babysitter is a good one. Babysitter yeah. definitely boys need it. Baby, <laughs> yeah, someone's got a whiffies in. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. He, Dad. He approached us. He approached us actually that night in the car park. I personally, I personally <laughs> found it Waiting in your backseat of your car. Yeah, I was like, wow, this man, this man's legal to drink, and you know, we're just a bunch of sixteen-year-olds sitting in a car park, <laughs> dark car park. I've got <laughs> lollies. <laughs> yeah, but he came up and he was like, um, thinking of starting Waratah Records, and here we are. I suppose. But yeah. Good, eh? What was the um? What was the first gig that you boys were kind of like? Wow, like this is unreal. Oh, the first one that. Like I was really really happy with was um Camden show. Oh yeah, <laughs> honestly yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. like so many people showed up, and then we were like, oh man, we're gonna make it so big. And then after a while, like you come when you, when you when you start, you have a lot of people that like want to come and see you. Yeah, because like you're like you're a new band. But then after that, it kind of dips down, and we had all those gigs where like three people were showing up and all yeah. that. And it's, Pretty disheartening. Petersham Bowling Club yeah. on a Thursday the night. That, the first one I saw, and I look back now to the lineup, was Fisher's Ghost. Is oh, yeah. Yeah. Ocean oh, Alley. That, that like, oh, didn't yeah. they no, play? No, no, not that one. That, that yeah, was they played the year before we played. Yeah, we didn't played. You, didn't you play the same as Avans? Nah, Dear Seattle and. Oh, that's. I thought it was you boys. Maybe I was with their cow cut. I think that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking. At even on that, like Ocean Alley went from Fisher's Ghost to maintain Splendor, mm. Splendor in like two years. Yeah. Or like a year. If uh, if yeah. anybody's <laughs> listening from Fisher's Ghost and you want us to headline so we can follow in the footsteps of Ocean Alley <laughs> and Dear Seattle, we're all really broken, needy. So uh, please love, put us on. Love the self promotion. Yeah, um, please. So yeah, it's played Fisher's Ghost or Fisher's Giggle. Yeah, and yeah. um, yeah. So <coughs> you continue to ha- you had Flint at this point. You were kind of becoming a real four point uh four points four um. Band duo kind of thing, yeah, yeah. Or duo, four, <laughs> four, four band, four yeah. person thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And <coughs> so, when th- was this Fishers previously towards meeting Isaac? Or was no, no. So I think Pink no, Fishers was yeah. Um, our, f- our first band, sorry, our first gig as a four piece. Isaac came and saw us. Yeah. So every gig with us as a four piece, we'd already known Isaac. Yeah, I think right, we've right, played right. two gigs without. Knowing Isaac okay. or Isaac babysitting us, or three gigs technically without Isaac, Isaac babysitting us. <laughs> yeah. The rest of it has just been babysitting. Next <laughs> album cover should be Parenthood. Isaac holding one of those things where kids, yeah, you know, have their leashes. There's four of you, and he's got one like of the, the dog walker yeah. except we're all just running away. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so you played Fisher's gig, and then did you start writing music then, or did you already have stuff in the works previously towards that, or? Cameron oh. show we we started writing a few songs actually well, and, our, and our first gig as a four piece we played um kiki yeah so i think that that was written pretty early june <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then um i actually can't remember how, how long it took us to write our first ep we're kind of trying to learn how to write music uh, at, the, at yeah. that, that point i think we had kiki and things that <coughs> heard you say by the time Cameron show came around and then we pretty much just rushed everything else yeah. when we went to record the ep yeah so uh, as individuals 
like how did you get into bass and how did you get into kind of sing? Like obviously you just said Aiden taught you guitar, but what made you want to kind of take that on? Um, get the girls or what? Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't know. Hey, I was. I would always sort of been mildly interested <coughs> in guitar and then I'd never really played with anyone before and then we started sort of jamming together a little bit and it felt cool to be able to play different stuff with yeah. different people. That's always yeah. good when you add that extra element in. Like yeah, exactly. It's not just sitting there by yourself. Yeah. Just and you, put, you picked it up pretty quick, hey? I remember talking uh, to Calcutt because I was used to be pretty close with Calcutt and he said you picked it up pretty quick. Like, yeah. if, like even just the strumming of chords and finding your tone of voice, you found that pretty quick, I found anyway. Yeah, yeah. It was sort of <coughs> one of those, I suppose, because I did it. I still suppose I do it all the time sort of thing. But like every sort of spare moment I had, I was just hacking away at it. So I was hoping I'd sort yeah. of try and get a bit better and try and not sound like a little... Beginner, <laughs> kind of just like, I oh, listen to this kid playing the wrong chord, <laughs> the same chord for four hours straight. I remember stumbling across you on Instagram and you were like covering Vance Joy and all that mm. stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah Way back when. Yeah. Like not <coughs> pre-singing as well. Like yeah. Just, just oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just the instrumentals yeah. putting yeah. me to like sleep. Sitting, <laughs> in your, sitting in your bedroom, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah fucking oh. With a little Georgia cover that I'm pretty sure I Butchered and played wrong. I think there was some really wrong chords in there, but anyway. Yeah. So what, what about you, man? How did you get into playing bass? And well, honestly, I only started playing it because Michael was a much better. Guitarist <laughs> than me, so I was like, yeah, hey, that the second <laughs> string. <laughs> better start learning. But it's kind of like one of those fuck it moments. Eh? It's just yeah. like, oh, there's Michael. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> it worked out well, because yeah. it's really enjoyable. I love yeah. it. So she said, you should have said something better. Like I was just. <laughs> Just Broke my fingers and Michael end. took over. Yeah. And, yeah, but to be honest, like I wanted to. If give there's Michael gonna be anyone in front of you, you're glad it's him. Exactly. Like yeah. you know, exactly. no, he's a good player. Michael can play. Yeah, like, exactly. Mm. He's he's gone. But yeah, you could have you could have went the other way and said I wanted to give Michael more of an opportunity to grow yeah. as a guitarist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike, Michael needed a lot of work, <laughs> and I just thought that you know it wouldn't benefit me at all. Like. I didn't want to stand out from the group by t- being too good. That kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to leave these people behind, man. Yeah. <laughs> In terms of um, in terms of singing though, Zach could always sing. Mm. I remember when we were like when you seven, just being in the car with him, like his parents driving us to like MacArthur Square or something, yeah, yeah. and he was singing along. Like I, you could, I could tell he, he always had a good voice. Like like step brothers when they're in the back. Yeah. And then <laughs> I got to come and save this with a solo. Yeah, yeah songbird. Um, all right, cool. So you, so you just said that you picked it up because Michael was obviously like coming in and yeah. Um, what's your? I'm just gonna ask this question. What's your favorite thing to like? Playing bass, like what's your favorite thing about it, and what's your favorite thing about singing and, and being kind of the lead singer in the band? The front man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know. I've just singing's just fun, I suppose. Playing guitar, I kind of like. I think I prefer playing piano. Now really? I've just picked up piano, so yeah. it's one of those. It's new. Yeah, it's new and it's interesting. So you put out that um that r- rule. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that was yeah, good yeah. the other day. Yeah, Thank you. Know, yeah, that was really good. Um, so in terms of music inspiration, growing up, do you both have like the same kind of inspiration or different? Genres that you listen to or bands or artists, whatever? I think when we both started getting into music more, mm. we kind of listened to the, the same bands and that. Yeah. Like, we, we love Sticky Fingers. And you can tell mm. that in the early stuff. Zach <coughs> used to sing like Dylan Frost, like, heaps more than yeah. he does now. Yeah. Mm. Just beep out Sticky Fingers. And so now, it's, bi- now it's more Billie Eilish, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, don't know. What do I, I don't know what I listen to now. It's like a weird combination between 80s chick music and drill, so... Yeah. I'm, I'm loving Aussie hip hop at the moment. Yeah, that's yeah. no, pretty good. <laughs> so good. They're good. You're gonna yeah. start rapping. You'll come in ad lib yeah. tracks in the back. Well, <laughs> 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 that's you can see. Like, there's definitely a mix between the violent Soho 
like Ocean Alley, Sticky Fingers vibe yeah. between you, you know what I mean? Between all your songs, like mm. it's unbelievable. That's yeah. that's mad. He's really touching touching Thank on you. all aspects there. So it's cool, cheers. man. It's cool. The new song's cracker. Yeah, cheers, man. Yeah. We're uh So yeah. who came up with the idea of the film clip? Where'd that come from? I think that came. Oh, that was oh no, originally actually, because um, my girlfriend Bella, she said, um, oh, we should get rid of all the boys. Because this was a time when Diego was single. And all the girls just love Diego because he's a charmer. <laughs> and um, if you're out there, Diego, I'm coming for you. Bro, he's a fucking talented drummer. Take right? my yeah, woman. Yeah, looks like Dinny, looks like lead singer from Polish Club. Oh, See, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. It, it does, eh? Yeah, sorry. No. to cut you off there, okay? Oh, no, anyway. And, um, and Bella said, oh, we should get rid of the boys and we can be in the band. And in saying that, me and Diego were like, oh, that'd be a pretty th- cool thing for like a video, mm-hmm. video clip. If like Diego was drumming and then all the girls were playing, but he didn't realise. But then we came, by the time we came to do it, Diego had a girlfriend as well. We're like, oh, I can't leave. Can't <laughs> yeah, leave her so, out. So, <laughs> so all of us got hugged and taken. It worked well, eh? Yeah. Hey, so, where was that? Where'd you do that? Uh, Lord Gladstone and Chippendale. Yeah, yeah, where's it there? That's, the your, that's your place, eh? Hey? Yeah. Is that your second home or something? Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you bought shares in it or what? Uh, we wish, bro. Yeah. No, Benny's going to try and start making us pay rent because we spend too much money. <laughs> apparently. He was spending on beer money. It's yeah, it. exactly. I think, yeah. We, I think we fund the cause these <coughs> days. But no. It's a great pub, though. Yeah. yeah. The, the guys there are so nice and like, it's just, just everyone there is. Good place to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice and it's just. So when do you start like going over there and, and being a part of that? <gasps> I don't know. I started sort of going there when I turned 18, but like really like sporadically, yeah. like just because it was just one of those pubs and I liked going in the city when I was like 18 and kind of just going in and saying shit. But now it's kind of, because my girlfriend only kind of lives up the road oh from man. it. So it's dangerous. Yeah, very <laughs> yeah. dangerous. Eh? It's just one of those like, oh, I know it's always open. So it's yeah. like on like just a Monday, on a Monday <laughs> while like they're all getting their nails done and stuff. I can be like, oh, I could go for a steak right now. Nice cheap thing. <laughs> now it's turning, oh, I think I'm going to go home for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> have, have a steak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now it's just, yeah. I mean, we started spending a lot of time there since COVID kind of hit. Yeah. Because we booked, because uh, that limit of only like 10 people or something. Yeah, the, at the very very start when pubs came back, yeah. Yeah, all the pubs had like 10 max. Yeah. So we just book it out and then like we get 10 of our mates and we go there and have cool. a good time. That's it's mad. Cause yeah. havoc. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Start laughs> jumping no, off tables and shit. No venue charges though. No yeah. 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 Exactly. But um, yeah, touching on COVID, how did you find that experience? Like when at first, like obviously it's been brewing up for a long time before we even really saw the side effects of it. Yeah. We're like, oh yeah, it's in China, it's in America. Like we're sweet. Yeah, never going to happen to next, us. Next minute. That's, that's the Australian culture though, where it's like, no, you know, <laughs> like this back. is happening on the other side of the globe. It's, it's not going to touch us. Next minute hits yeah. like a fucking bomb. Yeah. Um, how did you find that experience of having to, because you had shows planned and stuff yeah, before that. Yeah, yeah, we had a whole tour planned and yeah. I, I personally had a fucking shit say because mm. I was just trying to put it off and I was like, at the start I was hella sceptical and I was like, surely this can't, be like that bad i was like i thought it was like oh <coughs> it just hit like a few people that have kind of just come mm. off like whatever the ruby princess or some person that stuck themselves in a shit situation and come back from overseas and it starts spreading like wildfire and we're like fuck we probably can't go down to melbourne yeah. and or brisbane and risk and then it turned into melbourne it. brisbane yeah. and everything exactly else. yeah yeah exactly i was like kind of just can't risk yeah fucking it up and getting mm. sick and it was disappointing but i mean Everyone had things that didn't end up happening, so everyone was disappointed. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. It, it impacted everyone. So yeah, but I, I guess more so like even I think you couldn't even obviously gigs one thing, but you couldn't yeah. busk anymore, could you? I kind of think to let you out on the streets. Um, was like 
Not that Zach ever busts anyway. You need a license for it, now. In some places? I think in some, some places, places you do. The major. I get weird sus of it, eh? I hate the feeling of people like walking past while you're playing and then you just like, oh, you don't care about me. Play the spoons. Yeah. We did it in Huskerson once. Remember? Yeah, some lady gave us 20 bucks to shut up or something. Like <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. She's like, we really appreciate it. You play the same songs on loop for like three fucking hours. So, uh, so, um, so I was playing down at fucking um, Jerringong. Oh, yeah. And I was playing down there, me and my mate, just like jamming away. His dad came over and gave us six bucks. Like <laughs> the guy that I was playing with, his dad. And then that's all the money we made for that day. And then we went to the fucking fish and chip shop that we were playing in front of and just bought chips with the six bucks. And it was just a day wasted. I think Aiden's still got that busking money in his fucking guitar case. He still like shake my guitar case and just rattles. That's that last schooner money one day. Exactly. So it gets real dark and desperate. So what did you just get up to through ISO? Like, did you write more or did you just kind of have the shits and just want to push away music and work on other things for a while? Yeah, oh, I personally found it pretty hard to be motivated. Mm. Like, I've had a lot of spare time because I can't work. Because my part-time <coughs> job is at the airport, and I'm at uni, but I've been working. I've been doing uni from home, and I've had heaps of spare time. But I'm doing less just because it's hard to stay motivated when you're just in your room mm. at your yeah. desk. <coughs> I like to be like outside the house or like go somewhere and you know, yeah. feel like I'm not in my relaxing bedroom. Yeah. It's probably sticking to more of a routine and like exactly, just yeah. a schedule of coming, yeah. going here. Like that's why, like, with this office, like I've only just recently moved in here, but like I was working from ISO, me and Isaac Percy and Isaac Lewis were jumping on Zoom calls and stuff. And don't, don't worry about me, bro. I'm alright. <laughs> hey, don't worry, man. Only, oh, every, no, only every night. Did you? Oh, yeah, oh, Matt, oh, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, wait, Matt, you want to just go stand outside yeah, for a second? Yeah, no, Zach, we'll just take those off. Just jump. <laughs> um, but yeah, like. I just remember it was just so shit. Like you'd have the same conversations over and over and over. Yeah. Oh, did I tell you this? It's like, oh, you told me that yesterday. Get, there's nothing new that happens. No. And so you I get the same question I every time. Oh, yeah, man. So like, like how's COVID been? Yeah. And it's like, oh. it's been a week, bro. I've done or you, or you, or you get the, <laughs> I saw uh, you yesterday. <laughs> I think yeah, the standard was, how's COVID treating you, yeah, bro? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I've been busy, man. <laughs> no, obviously fucking not. I'm locked in my fucking house, yeah. man. <laughs> I guess I guess off the like off the back of the music stuff and on a serious note, obviously you boys progressing as a band and obviously being dealt with a lot of different groups and areas. How do you boys not so much deal with your mental health, but how do you prepare for I guess some situations? And I guess COVID's a big one. And you know, do you guys have like a routine or a schedule you try to follow so you maintain yourself? Or Bruh, I've probably got the worst preparation in history. Really? Mine's literally. I don't think <coughs> I played a gig sober in that fucking long ass. <laughs> just coopers. I just keep singing yeah. Pierce, and then it's yeah. just yeah. So I don't know. I probably know the best way of dealing with it, but yeah. Jeff, like a. Well, I feel like it's really important to balance it out, especially yeah. when you're like living in that kind of the like the music lifestyle. Mm. Plenty of opportunity to get fucked up all the time, mm, and like. Yeah. So I always try to. I think it's really important to stay active for everyone. I like to exercise when I can. So if if I didn't, honestly, I'd probably go downhill. Yeah, mm. oh, you, I'm you like work, you work out a fair bit, eh? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like you a lot, eh? Like I'm, I'm I touch on my nutrition all the time. Like <clears throat> I think nutrition's like so so important for mental health and physical yeah. health. But exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely everyone has their different ways. I think like meditation's yeah. a big one. Mm. Like I just find if I don't get the right sleep or nutrition, like I'll be the biggest silk or like mm. I'll have a breakdown mm. or whatever. Like like the other night, like I just had a couple of nights on the piss and like. Just me and Aiden had a conversation. I could just feel myself just getting silky. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, all right, strip it back, start again, and like go for a run or do something. 
Like yeah. if I don't spend the time in my body, like I can definitely see it. Yeah, yeah I, feel I feel that. Yeah, I try <coughs> and try and maintain at least trying to eat well, but it just fucking like sometimes it just doesn't work. But if you can, hey. like, if you can do with like, you know, <coughs> I know heaps of boys who eat shit. I don't train, just drink bullet piss yeah. and they're like happy outs, happy yeah, out. I've, I've got like, no qualms. Like, hats off to them, yeah. but that's just, I, ne- I know what I need. Some people, yeah, you, yeah. you might, you might be, you need to get pissed to feel that. And that, if that's the case, yeah, exactly. But everyone's yeah. different. All right. So, you know, so, um, did you get up to much writing at all or work on new stuff? I think Ado, Ado wrote a few songs. I was, I was pretty useless <coughs> for the most part of it. I kind of just Will you be singing these songs? Oh, Definitely not. <laughs> do it. Do it. You can't. No, Freddie Mercury, man. <laughs> Put him up. Sick, sick of singing. Just do it. Yeah. No. Yeah, I was just trying to like keep myself busy. You yeah. know. So do you have like certain roles in the band? Like, do you just primarily write? Obviously, you just said then you've written a lot of songs. Is it all kind of you just come together at once and write on the spot as I a band? Or I think yeah. initially, in terms of all like the lyrics and whatnot, it was it was mainly Zach at, at, like as we started out, and then as we. As we've um, progressed, and especially having Diego, Diego's like musical fucking genius. Yeah, mm. and and it's kind of gradually <coughs> everyone started to find what they're good at or find what they're interested in doing, and it's kind of started to spread yeah. out a bit. And everyone's yeah. sort of got more stuff to write about now. I mean, like we were, when we first started, we were sixteen. Like we hadn't experienced fucking anything. Yeah, Not 100%. that we've really experienced shit now, but you know, it's kind of just like when we're sixteen, we're like, oh. Too much homework. Yeah. What a damn shame. Mum won't let me go to airport bridge this weekend <laughs> with the boys and jump off. And then when you started this, you fucking went to airport bridge and yeah. had a gig. How, yeah. how many people were at that gig? Fuck, not many. And they're all no. scat as fuck, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so w- with the process, will you boys get together and then maybe go to the studio and work it out together? Or do you kind of catch up in a band, like in the garage or something? Or like, how does the process kind of work from, from the lyrics, I guess? Like, yeah. will you two meet up or you and Michael meet up? Or um, it's always or different. Something? Yeah, it's, I don't think any song's really been the same. Like any of the new songs have probably really been the same. At yeah. the start, it was always sort of like we just did our own parts and yeah. I might write like a lead line for Michael and then he'll just change it and adapt it and yeah. make it his yeah, own cool. sort of thing. Mm. And um, mm. But yeah, nowadays, mm-hmm. I think... I didn't really spend too much time writing a lot of the EP. I wrote a few lyrics here and there. Diego wrote (coughs) a few lyrics and I sort of, yeah, I just dabbled around. Adapted to it, yeah. Yeah, pretty much just fucked around. Whatever was missing, like somebody would play. So what do you feel like you've learned from when you recorded the first EP or the first single to to now? So fucking much. (laughs) (laughs) It's a trial and error, isn't it? Yeah, legit. Like even... Like as little as it might sound, like even microphone choice. Yeah. Like you like listen to the first EP when nobody really knew what they were doing at all, and like we we're kind of just fucking around and just trying it out. And like we'll always like stand by like enjoying that because like we'd never done shit like yeah. that before. It was just something new. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'd never recorded or done anything before, so it was like holy fuck, we're doing this and like. Yeah. And you did you just record your first EP and single? Was that? Utopia music. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was, was yeah. Utopia. Yeah. Shout, shout out Utopia. <laughs> <Yeah>. Shasau. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, fuck, what was it? I think we did the EP of like two days or something, wasn't it? The yeah. first EP of like two yeah. days. Yeah, we came into it and we, I think we decided on three songs, three or four songs of the EP, on oh, no, May three, I and think then it was three, yeah. and then two of them hadn't been written yet, right. and then um, we ended up doing Guardian Angel within I think like fifteen minutes at the studio. 
and then we wrote um, 24. 24, yeah, at, in like the last day of the studio. Yeah. We, we wouldn't ever do that now. Yeah, uh, the, the difference. Mm, yeah, way, the way back home is my favorite. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Okay. I was. I think that was in the works for a very fucking long time. I think that was Ka- probably like the second one. I think Calcutt actually gave me a shout out, didn't he? At that gig at Fisher's Probably. Coast. He was a playing it and he said, you got in the mic and picked me out of the crowd. I was like, you're a fucker. Yes. <laughs> That's like, a Calcutt thing to do. Yeah, yeah, it is. Very, very out of all the people there, you pointed to me. I'm like, seriously? You loved it. You <laughs> no, I was. Should have got up stage and just fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> Guardian Angel. Pretty touchy song. Yeah, hey, it was. Um, yeah, that was a pretty dark sort of night when we um found out what happened to uh, it was about a close friend's uncle who was kind of like i spent a lot of time with and stuff yeah. and we spent like every new year's with like nick appleton's like whole family and stuff and when that happened we were all pretty fucking gutted so that'd mm. be a nice song. little ode to and, and do you family. find when you like you wrote that song uh, i wrote the lyrics to it uh, i think at the time flynn had written the chords like all the other boys were off in the other room and I sort of had a little lyrical fucking spark or something. I was like, yeah. oh yeah, this could sound cool. I don't know what to, but. And do you, do you boys find that writing is like a kind of outlet to deal with emotion and stuff like that in your personal lives? Yeah. yeah. I think it's a good way. Yeah, I think it's a good way because to, well for me anyway, to write lyrics, you have to kind of sit back, take a minute and like just be mindful. Mm. And in being mindful, you start to, you can understand what's going on. Yeah, I think you can definitely tell the difference between something that's authentic and and it's mm. true yep. compared to people talking about certain things that yeah. they've never experienced, kind of thing. But right. yeah, I think that's where um probably where Guardian hit Angel hits like a lot of people's feels in a yeah. sense. Yeah. Like and they I can think just a, a lot of people can sort of probably relate to you know a bit of fucking hurt at some yeah, point in their lives. Them, yeah. Most people have lost someone close to them, so yeah. So off off the first EP, I'm guessing. Favorite song, Kiki, or do you have different Fuck opinions? Oh, we all hate Kiki, man. <laughs> yeah, you hate it. I mean, played, played it so much. We all hate love it. it. <laughs> we all love hate it. it. <laughs> Stream our song. We delete off the EP. We could delete it from exist. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've had to play it so much, and people like went through a phase where everyone was asking about it. I think we've had to play Kiki so much. Imagine what Inexcess feel like never tears apart. We've played that for like twenty yeah. fucking years. I remember um, the Canberra show gig when you was fucking. It was the last. You had one more song to play. Oh, fuck. What song did you stitch us oh, up with? Oh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you started playing Smells Like Teen Spirit. I just hear everyone go, oh, like so disappointed. My girlfriend at the time, I think, was in the crowd and we were, I think somebody did it for like a version. And like, we were talking about yeah. how it's one of those songs that should probably never be touched. Yeah, it's so yeah, yeah we're it's like definitely up to, up high. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like Bro, fuck, n- never touch Kiki, eh? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> never ever. Yeah. I might cover it. Yeah, fuck around. <laughs> Grime track. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, yeah, I think yeah. So we just like fuck it. We just play those chords, and then everyone was like, "Well, here we fucking go." Someone's yeah. gonna, they're gonna butcher this cover. You guitar. We butchered our own song. Yeah, your guitar fucked up. Hey. We went through a phase where every single gig, someone's guitar fucked yeah. up, and like that guitar Zach had and still has, went like for a year. It was always breaking, always just not working. Well, yeah. I went, I went Camden show and I went record crate, and both those times you fucking the fucking record shot. crate, <laughs> God's country. Yeah. Uh, Shout out the uh, it's it's gone now. Yeah, yeah. rest yeah. in peace. I walked past yeah. it the other day. It's like a cafe now. Yeah. So is Radbar, Radbar, yeah. Ripple Crate. We both like we played gigs. Yeah, gigs we at played both a those places. Few, but um, yeah, rest and, in peace to all those good <laughs> venues. Yeah, what's that like as an artist to like 
to obviously be playing all these gigs and then suddenly like there's you know governments making certain decisions where you can't play there anymore like how does that yeah. come across to you as an artist and pretty pretty gutting hey like i i personally liked rad a lot and i was spending a lot of time in wollongong like at the time that we were playing at rad like a fair bit mm. so i'd sort of grown pretty fond and of you, it you met some like sam allen one of the guys yeah, you met down yeah there. like yeah. he's a cracker bloke shout sam out sam allen sam um, allen but yeah, like you just, I could imagine we'd meet a ton of people, yeah, like, very like minded to yourself. Yeah, well, yeah. I made a few good, like I personally, I know, and the boys have also made good friends. I mean, like going down there and even playing like fucking everywhere. Like we've made some cool friends, like oh, yeah. Newcastle. We got yeah. like Rum Jungle, Rum Jungle. boys. They're Shout super Rum sick. Jungle. Yeah, yeah Rum Jungle. listen to Rum Jungle. They're the better version of us. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, if you want a good band to listen to that haven't really come up yet, Rum Jungle. If yeah, beautiful. Yeah. <coughs> what are they? What type of vibe are they? So okay. like they're a bit more they're a bit more um of that like kind of Aussie rock reggae than us. Yeah, right. So you know how we have you know games, uh, it's like that reggae mm. kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit more like that. It's more they're kind of more in that direction. Yeah, there's like the early ocean alley top yeah, five. It's yeah, more yeah. Psych, more psyche reggae. Yeah, like sort mellow of yellow and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah right. A lot of that. So do you just have a favourite song off your first EP? Off the first EP. I personally like I think things I heard you say is probably my favourite. That's probably that's probably more. That intro's mad, eh? Pardon? The intro's mad on that. Yeah, thanks. It's got such a Mike Mike vibe to it, eh? That's why I loved it. Adapted yeah. to it straight away. Yeah. Yeah. What do you about yours, man? Um, I think I'd say Guardian Angel. Yeah. It's just really nice. Just has a, you obviously know the person that's written around and... Yeah. And it's just, it's just, yeah, we never really played it much because we're like, oh, we're playing a gig, we don't really want to play something yeah. that'll make people... People, people feel, feel like sad and, and just think about shit that they shouldn't be while they're... Mm. Yeah, but yeah. when we went to our first interstate... um gig i think it was in melbourne like two people came up to me and was like oh you play guardian angel and like everyone like is really i didn't realize at the time but everyone like really likes it and they want us to play it mm. so i think what we were saying before everyone has kind of dealt with loss in some way or another so that's where there's probably that connection where yeah i want to hear that song because <coughs> that's the one that they most feel connected to but yeah. i guess it's it's kind of on the same string as us like me and aiden always big believers of sell your message not like not your product and i guess that's mm. a big one behind it like that could be not saying it is that could be an average song sounding the lyrics will buy someone, you know what I mean? And yeah. draw them to it. And the same with, I like, guess, clothing or anything, really. So yeah. selling the messages. And that'll be one of the songs down the track that everyone will look back to or you boys will look back to and appreciate the most. So that's it. So exactly. well done. As much as we probably want to delete Kiki from existence, I mean, it's a got, us, uh, got, us, uh, got us doing some cool things that we never probably <coughs> thought we'd ever fucking yeah. do. Do you, do you play it in shows now? Or like, obviously, COVID's happened, but will you play it in future shows? Yeah, like yeah. I think it's one of those ones that we'll always sort of play until, you know, if something... Yeah, because people like it. Yeah, yeah. They, no, people, 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 people want to hear it, and like we're playing a gig for people to in, to enjoy it. So has it evolved a lot as a, as a song itself? Like from when you, s- I, I was watching um your bolo video today, and that short hair, short hair, no mo's, nothing. And we just, all yeah. look so different. Even I feel like I even sound completely different yeah. to that phase in fucking you know sixteen year old Zach to twenty year old Zach's probably voices. Balls dropped a little yeah. bit. Does he <laughs> don't sound like <laughs> gargling balls either. <laughs> so. But the song does it like when you not sure how often you play it at home, probably not too much, and you just hate it. <laughs> but like when you do play it live or play it at a show or gig, whatever, do you feel like it's changed and evolved into something else? Or honestly, not really. Hey, like I've I've because I've, I've I think we thought about ways in which we can maybe do our songs differently, and with the upcoming gig, we're definitely going to do a few songs differently. But it's hard to think of. Like ways to change it, honestly. Yeah. Because we just—it's just been the same for so long. Like, 
I don't want to fuck with it if people yeah. like it. No, there's 100%. no point kind of fucking around and yeah. doing a totally different version and people being like, wow, this actually isn't that good a song. <laughs> <laughs> Stripping it right back. Yeah. But, nah. um, so in terms of the new stuff now, so you guys have, are you allowed to share release dates or, uh, that, or not really? Yeah, yeah. We've got a we've got an EP called Tales of the Wild Southwest coming out on <laughs> September 11. So yeah, I don't know why that. the fuck that day that's a chosen, but yeah, yeah, no, we were <laughs> gone through our little cowboy phase and then now we're stuck with that fucking image. Yeah, yeah we had a long way up and it was like the cowboy yeah. Yeah. feel. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then we're like, fuck, we're going to stick to this now, eh? What is it, the wild horseman of the southwest? <laughs> <laughs> Poor horseman of the wild southwest or something, yeah. Uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't give him a shout out before, but I think it's definitely... Just because of how talented this man is, Michael Conlon, oh. absolute oh. guy. He's a great, n- n- not even his talent. He's a beautiful man. He's, yeah, he's a beautiful he's just, man. He's just all around like a cracker guy. Yeah. Like if Jesus had his second coming, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was Michael Conlon. Oh, he's just <laughs> such he's a nice fucking guy. Fucking good at everything. I can man. see the resemblance in the visual Dude, appearance. Yeah, too, yeah, exactly. Long hair, good at fucking everything. It's just brilliant. Fuck, he's yeah. talented. Eh? He's yeah. Yeah. Stuff yeah. he produces is unbelievable. He made us look like not. Dog shit actors. <laughs> just made us look like reasonably bad actors. <laughs> it's good to see him doing well. Yeah. yeah no, even, even the other day, I saw um, Canon um, shared his photo. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know the, the brand of the yeah, yeah. cameras. Yeah, yeah. They shared his photo the other day. They posted on their on their um, Instagram. That's, that's huge. Yeah. That's yeah. good. But yeah. I've I've seen him doing a lot of like stuff for different artists like locally as well. Like yeah, that's, yeah. That's that's probably more so evolved from obviously working with you guys, but. He's stemming it to Manning and, and that kind of thing as well. So, like, good on him. He's, um, yeah, he's doing really well. Yeah, dude, he's killing it, eh? He does all different types of things as well. He doesn't limit himself to music or the yeah. surf or anything. He does, yeah. like, I think he does what he's real passion- estate and yeah. anything. I yeah. think he does. You can definitely tell. Like, I've, I've hired him for certain jobs, like, in my side of things. But um, I think you can definitely tell when his passions. He, he would rather take less money for something mm-hmm. that he's passionate about doing. 150%. Rather than getting paid <coughs> five times the amount of money yeah. to do something that he's not. Yeah, exactly. So I think he knows he knows what he's fucking. He knows that he'll put in. Like, if he loves it, he'll fucking probably. Yeah, and that's how you keep that going. One hundred and ten percent, man. And that's yeah. It's like us. I mean, we probably do some. You need to enjoy it. You need yeah. yeah. If you want to keep doing it, waste of fucking money won't buy happiness ever. So has there exactly. has there ever been a point where you guys were ready to kind of walk away from the shame or not? Sure, really? yeah. sure. One hundred fifty percent. I was that way. Are for you guys only punched on? Oh, no, not no, him. <laughs> I, I almost punch up with him. <laughs> he, doesn't he, say, he doesn't see you coming, he's facing the other way. <laughs> yeah, no, Aiden, Aiden's the reason the cross. You got, shut pa- you down got padding anyway. Fucking, yeah, <laughs> no, with his coward punch fucking act. No, um, me, punch on, never. I would never do anything of the sort. <laughs> Actually, just jumping back to what we just said, that Manic Padston, he's, he's a weapon. He's a G. That song, come around. A when a I first heard that come around song, I thought he'd been around for ages. And I was like, realizing it was kind of local. Yeah. Like, you want to hear a fucking funny story yeah, of how I met song. Manning? Yeah, let's do it. We were, um, I was at my nan's like caravan in Huskisson and I'd met these girls from the Blue Mountains and they were at this like little Jesus camp at the time. And now Manning, thinking about Manning at a fucking Jesus camp right now is probably the furthest thing from what I'd associate Manning <laughs> with. But at the time he was playing in this little Jesus camp and the girls knew that I had played in a band at the time. And Manning was like busking kind of like along the footpath as people walking past while he was at this Jesus camp thing. You mean Michael Conlon's camp? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> yeah, and then um, I jumped on the, what's those little fucking cajon, the drum box thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The girl's yeah, like, yeah. Manning, this is Zach. Zach, this is Manning. And then we kind of just, yeah, we always kept in touch from there. And then fucking all of a sudden, <laughs> Manning's fucking everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, touching back on like when you used to wear it or not, when you were, but 
times where you've been kind of, you know, on the fence about if you wanted to stay in the shang or not? What What was kind of the the moments there? If you want to type on <laughs> a bit of a message we've between there. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, got uh, we've got a song coming out called "On the Fence," which uh, <laughs> oh, is <it> actually yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's about that. I'm guessing. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, was there something like a moment or something that sparked in whether it was the passion not aligning to where it's it used be, to be? Or there's got to be a clash with four blokes in the same thing trying yeah. to fight oh, the same reason, you know what I mean? Like, like we're the best of fucking mates, but I mean, like, if anybody, like, where I fight, like, I think of the boys as brothers, <coughs> and I mean, like, any fucking set of siblings that I know want to fucking kill each other at some point. Yeah. And, like, mm. I mean, like, it's no different. Like, I love them to fucking death, but... Yeah, I don't think we're at the killing point yet, but we're pretty fucking... Oh, you get it. I love, oh, I love, there. Not, I love Aiden to death, but I'd we're fuck exactly. <laughs> Give I'd him. Same with fucking Aiden. If I had the chance of strangling him, I'd fucking shoelace <laughs> right now. He wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to get to that little fatty neck, bro. You wouldn't be able to punch his face. He's fucking mobile defender. Exactly. The Lorax fucking white. We don't support bullying on this show, boys. I would never. Yeah, was it like a... deserved. Was there We'll start with you, man. Like, was there a... Moment for you where you kind of were... Oh, no, there's... Because no, there was a phase when I think it was like six months and we were playing different places in the city and every gig was just sucked. Like, yeah. no one showed up and, like, I think every band has that kind of... And it's it's really disheartening and, like, you kind of feel like you're losing the passion for it. But I think I got over that and I and I just started to just try and enjoy it. And Do you feel yeah. like now yeah, going, going through that and experiencing those three people turning up to gigs and just having a shit time, like, through that period has made you not only appreciate it now, but, like, enjoy looking back at the process. Like, fuck, you know, we're, we've got this amount of followers now and, and this amount of people rock up to our gigs. Like, just comparing the two, does that make you feel kind of yeah. good about it? Or? Yeah, like, it makes us appreciate the good times more. And and there'll still be gigs, I reckon, in the future where we'll be really disappointed because mm. that's just an inevitability of being an artist or being any <coughs> person trying to grow your own brand. But it makes you appreciate the, the yeah. good times more. You realise that, like, it makes you come from, you know, where not to go now. So you boys yeah. know where not to tread, like, you know, exactly. like, what are you go, right, we know we don't like it when we do this, let's all fucking move yeah. to against that. Yeah. You learn, like, you live and learn. Like, like I said before, our first podcast, we spoke for about half an hour and the mic wasn't on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then the second podcast, one camera was on and it was like, fuck, it was like, not till now, yeah. we triple check everything. So, like I said, you live and learn and it's trial and error, like anything. And that's exactly. anything in life. That's probably been experience. the closest we've been to punching each other. It's when I was like, Matt telling the camera, yeah, it's on. It was funny because yeah. first, time, first time it was me, so he abused me for like a week. And the second time he <laughs> fucked up, I'm like, so I got one on him. So yeah. that was all right. Uh, yeah, that's good though, because you know, like, and you kind of do those little shit kicker gigs and play to fucking two people that don't know who you are and a accidentally wandered into the pub it kind of just makes you feel like you've earned it a little bit more kind of like rather than you know getting in and just playing you know, first gig to like 100 people and never going down like, yeah yeah and like it's always <coughs> a nice feeling playing to people but i mean when you know what the fucking low point is you kind of just like well at least work, work towards not, the highs. yeah if six people turn up that's four more than the fucking two people that turned up yeah at some random glass point half, glass half full exactly yeah, yeah. so yeah you gotta look at it like that i suppose if you're gonna do this shit so. absolutely and that's yeah. all it makes it so nice when um it's like just someone sends your instagram page message saying oh like just heard you boys like the other day yesterday some some got messages and i just found you guys on spotify like you you thought we were like really good and you just gave you just bumped us up heaps mm. little things like that actually mean a lot to artists I can't speak for like the massive artists. I don't yeah. know if if it affects them at all, but especially when you when you're trying to when you're trying to grow and when you're starting out, it yeah, means, so it means much. a lot. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, looking at um, I was looking at your 2019 Spotify statistics that you guys put out. 72 countries. 
Like that's yeah, that's that's a lot of impact. That's weird. That's my, a lot of con- that is a lot of countries, eh? Like my, gra- my grandmother's still Kazakhstan. Or? Yeah, I hope fucking so. Oh, yeah, I weird hope countries. Eh, if you look through them, it's was weird it actually countries. Like, yeah, weird, they're all weird countries. Yeah, because because you only have to have one listener from a different country for that. Like, yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. some yeah. rando from like Algeria. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it could be like accidentally skipping like your song hits their fucking radar, and you're like, wow. What's the most viewed song with Kiki, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 530,000. Something like that. Probably more now. It grows every day. It's ridiculous. Wow. I don't know how the fuck that happened. That's a big achievement, though. Yeah, we were super stoked, but the fact that we fucking hated it at the same time was like, fuck, all fucking songs, eh? Like you said before, In Excess played Never Tell You Part How Many Times. You guys have been doing it for three years. Exactly, dude. It's just like, I can't imagine what those You've been doing it with your eyes shut. Yeah. But when you have a whole like when you're at Wembley and there's a whole stadium screaming it back at you, I'm sure you wouldn't mind wouldn't yeah. mind playing it. Yeah, I refuse 100%. to play it regardless. <laughs> <laughs> what's been um what, what's been the best memory for you guys at a gig? Fuck, I reckon our interstate shows because like I think we've only ever done two, mm. like on that one fucking tour that we did before yeah. everything turned to shit. Mm. Um, the fact that people actually turned up to see us yeah. was really a sing along to your songs. Yeah, and like yeah, that people crazy. that like we. Usually in Sydney, like, we know a lot of the people that come to our shows. Like, it's Sydney, Sydney, yeah. but it's still a small town. I mean, mm. like, if you play enough, you know people. And a, yeah, when a bloke in Melbourne came up to, I think it was Zach and I, and in a shank shirt and asked for a photo with us, that that's was the coolest that's, thing. That's, that's cool. Yeah. I was like, that, I honestly expected no one to come, honestly. I was like, because yeah. I didn't think anyone would know us. Like, I knew, I knew people listened to us, but I kind of didn't think that people would bother... Buying a ticket, like putting putting yeah, a, a exactly. voice to the face, kind of, yeah, or putting exactly. a face to the voice, kind of thing. Yeah. It's one of those like, well, they're on my Spotify, and yeah. that's good enough. Like, I didn't think, yeah, no, I don't think any of us expected anything from any of the interstate shows. Got some uh, got some questions from uh, the Instagram, oh. so we'll start with the <laughs> a couple of interstate ones. But uh, shout out to Vincent Melantoni. He said, "Do you find Camden to be a good area to grow? And did you have support from the locals, etc.?" I fucking love Camden. <laughs> I'll stick by that till the day I die. <laughs> if you if you look at Camden when we first started, Cam- the Camden now it's completely different. Yeah. And a big part of that's because of Isaac Lewis and Waratah Records. Like yep. he's really 100%. tried to and and because a lot of people have seen. Um, like us having a go at it, I feel like I, I've, I'd like to hope that we've given a lot of influence, hope, kind of thing. hope to yeah, other bands 100%. trying to start out because there's so many bands in Camden now compared to when we first started, yeah. and and you know there's upstairs at Fred's, there's the Bolo, there's there's an opportunity for people to start out. There wasn't as much when when we first started. Yeah, yeah. Way more of a chance. We said that we said that the other day. Like I said three years ago, the only bands like or, or groups or artists I heard from Camden. Or like you and like you guys and like Aiden and, and you. you got and the, you got the like high tier Rubens. Yeah, yeah. Well. you got Rubens. You got Beck Baker. You got like like Ria. She's doing good shit. Yeah, yeah. like okay. you got heaps of good people. Just even around or like Manning, he's involved. All yeah, that. Like exactly. Like, like there's so really much talent out here that, like you know, not that you know, it's any cause of like us, but it's just like the whole like thing of like now there's so many opportunities. There's always, there's always shit. There's, there's so there's much there's talent. I think, I think there's like it's the culture behind it, not so exactly. much what it's producing. Like everyone's involved, and even if it's not musician, like look at the crowds he's getting upstairs at Fred's. At sometimes, yeah, like nice. but I think pumping it, and it's good. The culture behind it. There's always awesome. talent in areas, but it's just people need a confidence, ha- like have an idea and like think that they can make something of it. That's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. And I think when there's enough demand there, like when there's yeah heaps exactly. of artists going, I want to play at your venue. Want to play at your venue? It's up to the fucking venue. Yeah. Let's go. 
you know, I see opportunity. Exactly. Ups, oh, Steve Wisby opens his yeah. doors at upstairs at Fred's exactly. and he's making numbers and numbers and numbers. Like, Yeah, we've got to thank him as well. Yeah. I mean, like, he gave us a lot of runs. Like, we've we've been... He did a shilly out of a crock. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> actually, don't. <laughs> we didn't think so, he just, but he, he managed to. Like <laughs> I think he just went in through like one, of the front, one of the front <laughs> holes and just came straight out the heel part. Look at that. That's no, that, that, that's talent. Talk about talent. Oh, that's dude. But to that's not have that leak through multiple holes. Like oh, oh no, it went all over himself. Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> an effort. Okay. I was trying to give him credit. <laughs> no, that's it, and that's the same thing. I guess on same as like a mental health aspect. The more that it's aware, and though, the more people are comfortable to do it. You're exactly. going to get more, like yeah, more sure. groups, because like you guys have literally set a foundation coming through. You guys are an inspiration, and that's kind Cheers, of the mental man. health thing. The more it's aware, the more people are going to talk about it. Like, you know, yeah. it's good. So that's the same thing. So yeah, keep um, doing your thing, boys. Thanks, yeah. man. So um. Got next question. Shout out Connor Lawson. Uh, what motivates you to keep going and keep pushing to your full potentials? Well, we're we're all currently jobless, so <laughs> we, right. we we need something to crack. <laughs> <laughs> we got no fucking money. Yeah. Nah. Um. In, in terms of the music side, yeah. what, what keeps you driven and not you know on the fence or leaving I, the show? I think we all just fucking. I think not even deep down. I think we all just fucking love it. But mm. yeah, and I, I think if you find something that makes you want to get out of bed then you you want to keep doing it because it's a good feeling when you have a, a passion or a drive no matter what it is whether it's you boys you know doing this yeah or it's someone who's grown their own business business where someone gets even if someone gets like drive out of getting up and going work at maccas yeah if it gives them that feeling then you're going to want to keep doing it yeah 100 percent. and we've been a big believer of that like i've always been a huge believer of like like whatever you want to do, doesn't matter if you want to be a professional chess player. If you fucking love it, you do it. Like you go hard on it, and that's the same thing. Like passion's everywhere. Like doesn't matter what the fuck you do. If you're not clean tables and good on you, do it. Like yeah, go, but go sure. hard at it and be committed to yeah. it. Like do your fucking best, man. That's it. There's a, a thing saying like to know. There's so many people that don't know what they want to do with their life, and like that's completely fine. Like yeah, no, for I, sure. I, there's a 73 year old lady somewhere in the world right now who still doesn't feel like she's figured out life. Exactly. Like, no one ever really figures out life, but. Right. There's a saying, it's like, if you're to do something, do something that you're obviously passionate about, but do something that you, like, can do every day, but you wouldn't be paid for. Like, if you can do a job that you're passionate about, that you love, and you don't expect to be paid for it, like, just do that. Like, we'd play music any day of the week anyway. I mean, like, if if we weren't doing this or we weren't, you know... Yeah. Getting paid to play gigs. Like, I would still mm. be playing guitar. I'd still be singing. But still be doing shit. Yeah, money is just a consequence of hard work. And, like, money, yeah, money's a little stopping. That's a quote. Yeah. Aiden Reeves' quote. No, cool. Right, right. Oh. <laughs> a lot of people don't have oh, the opportunity. So, like, a lot of people feel like they don't have the opportunity. So, that's why I feel like we're really lucky that mm. we have a chance to try and do something that ac- we actually really love. <coughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Because a lot of people aren't in a situation where they can do that. Know, yeah. and money comes into it a lot. A lot of people get to eighteen and they're already like half the incomes going to their family to help their family yeah. get by. Yeah, they don't have yeah. the money to buy new guitars, new amps. You know, exactly like right, we're yeah. super lucky in that whatever money we kind of earn, like we've got the luxury of being able to spend that on shit we like, not shit we need. Like you know, yeah, that's yeah. and that's it. Like how many sports stars or famous people do you know that w- couldn't go the whole way just because they didn't have the money? Like exactly. A, 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 you know, like Jamie Winkup drives V8s. Yeah. When he was like 12, his go-kart was due for tyres and his parents needed a new washing machine and they s- didn't get a washing machine and bought him new go-kart tyres. Mm, so his mum, his mum washed clothes by, ha- by hand for like six weeks. Mm. Like just, that's not saying everyone's parents are like no, that, but no. that's the different drive. Yeah, exactly. And you boys are staying humble to the fact that you know that you've got that opportunity. Dude, so it's yeah, good. We've got it that. We've got it that good, man. With, like sport, with sport, this is like going on to sport now, but yeah. 
in Australia, because I'm, I'm into soccer a fair bit, and in Australia there's so many players that could be so good, but they don't have the money for it. Mm. And you've got a place like Brazil who have so many people who are in, this, like, in the slums of Brazil and they're given opportunities. But in Australia, you can play for a rep team. You have yeah. to like spend a lot of money. Yeah, Even yeah, big yeah. Money, yeah. when I was like younger, I used to do soccer shit and play. It's for ridiculous. Some cool, do like do a little bit of rep shit and stuff. And like it cost a fucking bomb yeah. to be able to. In like, Australia, yeah. and like if you're playing for like a local club, like Rego itself is already a little bit steep. But like if you got like no money, like you can't do it. And the travel alone, like exactly, it's it, it nearly interstate travel or around. Like I know hockey's a big one. I don't know. Like I, I had mates play hockey and it was everywhere. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. Once yeah, once you start doing like proper like full on like rep stuff, you got to go travel all over the countryside and people are like, it, yeah, it takes money to get there. Yeah. And if you got no money, you can't do it. So no one's gonna. You wouldn't have like Ronaldinho, Robinho, anyone like that. No if, way. If, if they played in Australia, that would have yeah. been like. Yeah, Camden Tigers. You, you guys must have soccer, <laughs> soccer of warheads. Yeah. yeah. I would have always yeah. been like Champions League or Liverpool, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Arsenal. Till I, <laughs> I, was, I, I don't even see support. I watch t- Chelsea. Come there, on, you gunners. Yeah. And then Jamie Vardy come in and now I'm a Leicester fan. <laughs> 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 Jamie Vardy is a person. Jamie Vardy's having a, a party. That stuck in my head and now I'm a fan. Vardy party, baby. Uh, next question. Uh, Bridget Sark. She says, can you please cover Mambo number four? She's asked. That's you on the base. That's by yourself, that one. She's asked that before. As well. That's I'm where you debut your singing, mate. Tell Bridget Sarks will cover it and she'll come up and sing it because I'm not fucking doing it. Yeah. Bridget, we want a response. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bridget, the end. <laughs> All right, next one. We, we haven't really t- we touched on this topic, but we haven't touched on the tips. Johnson Sharp says, give me mustache tips, please, boys. I want to ask this one too. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I think it's just genetics. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, right. Do you buy those at Coles, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Now the thing is, my six pack in the cosmetic style. Myself and my dad also, we can't really grow a great beard. Yeah. Like I tried so hard when COVID started. I'm like, I'm gonna grow out my beard. I'm gonna get a beard. And even then, it's kind of kind of bad here. And so, my dad, for example, he never grew never grew his moustache or anything out because he's like, oh, it must be shit. But I just tried to grow a moustache, and all of a sudden, it was. <laughs> you <laughs> wake up one, wake up one morning, you're just like, what the fuck? Just didn't you, start growing, you, you think yeah. your beard's patchy? Look at me, bro. Yeah, yeah well, I get it just here and like here, and the rest is fucked. Well, like, yeah, once you're it's Asian, like though. anywhere like up there, yeah. it's just game over, eh? Asians yeah. don't have the best beards all the time, though. So uh, just genetics. I don't know. Genetics is your answer. There's no hidden milk protein yeah. or anything behind the behind the scenes. You just got to get lucky. <laughs> Excessive use of beer Does that help? Actually, I heard I I've heard exercising Helps your hair grow longer Yeah it does probably And massa- massaging the skin helps yeah. So a friend told me I didn't research it Someone told me But No it actually does If you have like oil Old wives tale Yeah Alright We have Ben I don't know if it's Benjamin Or Benjamin Naylor mm-hmm. Do you guys know that guy? Mm. Benjamin I feel, Naylor I don't I feel like Might, it. Be, feel might, like might it. be a fan Might be Martin might be a Naylor I know Martin Naylor <laughs> yeah. yeah anyway his question yeah. is what's your favorite song to play live and why is it kiki <laughs> <laughs> this is actually his clothes, guys. <laughs> anyway podcast over <laughs> uh, i actually love playing okay i don't love playing kiki that much but i actually i love playing games just because i love being a bass player i love playing like any kind of like reggae yeah. having that rhythm because it's just it's just so you like anything you, you can get, play that you're not playing fucking root notes yeah, you get you just get in the pocket and you're like <laughs> Oh yeah, get to the pocket line. Swap the sunnies down. Flop the muzz out. The muzz out the back. Yeah. Um. But yeah, tell us about the the EP. You said it's released September 11th. Yeah. What can we expect from it, boys? Best thing ever to happen on 9/11. Hopefully, it's improved a lot since the last one. So I'm gonna like. Yeah. You'd hope so. 
Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah the, the two songs that we haven't released yet are kind of a little bit sappier and slower to yeah. an extent. Um, but I don't know. They're we're, nice we're, Yeah, we really like so those can you, ones. So can you give the people listening some insight as, as, to, as to those two songs of what they're um, about or not really? Well, On the Fence, I didn't personally write, but we're a, um, yeah, On the Fence is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, I yeah. think if you yeah. Yeah, listen to the name and it's what we talked about before. September 11, what's that? That's like three weeks. Mm. So yeah, something like that. that. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's that's not too far yeah. away. It has, a little, has a little twist at the end of that song. And it ends pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. honestly, like when I heard String Along, I was like, this is like, yeah. I'll listen to you boys' music, like progressing and not just saying it because you're in front of me. Listen to you progressing. It's like, like obviously you're progressing as a band. Yeah. I heard String Along and I was like, this is the one. Like, yeah, honestly, thanks, swear to God, I was like, I said Aiden, I was like, this is a fucking proper song. Like straight away, I've like, yeah. First thing coming to my head was like Groovin' A. Yeah, I don't know why thanks, Groovin' man. the Mood come to my head, but I was like, this is I the wish, one. Wish you were playing Groovin'. Song. Wish Groovin' yeah. would go ahead. Um, our, the guy we worked with to uh, produce is Jack Negro. Shout out Jack Negro. Is he king? Um, he said when we recorded, he's like, this will be the first song to be on Triple J. And mm-hmm. he would have been oh, right. I, I agree. I'll put fucking 50 bucks on that. He would have been, no, but it wasn't, no. Oh, yeah, no, oh it wasn't. Because oh, it games. Game. Games with the Rops from the 6-4. Yeah, games got king. played on Triple J first, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've had you've had a few plays on Unearth, Triple J. Um, what what was that like for you guys when that you got stoked. the announcement? Was stoked. I was yeah. I was like it was home, home and hose day. Yeah, because yeah. ga- games got played on it first, and we'll obviously we were stoked because like we we wanted it for for so long. But in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, maybe just because Rops was on it. Like mm. like it's a, it's a cool kind of thing. That's why they did it. But then when we got string along to play on Triple J, I was like, you know, this is like this is only us in this song. So like they def like they did it because they wanted us to be on it. Every so time I see your arm go down, Zach's head goes up there. So <laughs> <laughs> honestly, oh, is, no. is that much I of a tune, Zach's head bobbing? I right? think that'll be uh, that'll be your feature song. Like honestly, once that'll be the song that will blow this EP up. Like I haven't heard the yeah. rest yet, but and, I, and I honestly keep, believe. Keep, and keep, keep so Kiki off the uh, off the leaderboard. Uh, Kiki's on this EP too. And then put oh, Mumbo <laughs> n- <laughs> and then put Mumbo number five in there. Exactly. Yeah. Well, well, we didn't want to say it, but those are the two next songs. So <laughs> on the fence is just the cover up for Kiki. Oh, a question for me. Where do you boys want to be in 10 years? Like genuinely. 10 years. Uh, we'll be like we early 30s. What, 31? 32-ish? No, you're same age as I say, yeah. You're 31. Yeah, we're 31, yeah. yeah. Living Bro. in a mansion in Vaucluse. <laughs> oh. No. LA. As well as, yeah, it's still, still green. We just like to be happy and just doing what we're doing, eh? Hey, I'd love yeah. to be doing this in 10 years. It's a perfect dance. So right. still, still green hair or no? <laughs> Fuck. It'd be nice to just yeah. do nothing but this. Yeah. yeah. Like have what, this. Talk to us or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. Zach, Zach, you'll be out here by then. <laughs> Zach, Zach's tied himself to the table, bro. He's not leaving. <laughs> I don't want you to leave. Grabbing this microphone, you can't kick me off. Hey, bro, shout out Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. I'm fucking leaving. That's such a good movie. <coughs> I talk about movies way too much in this podcast. So. Tell you what's a, yeah. a good movie I always relate back to. Have you seen The Other Guys? Mark Wahlberg? Oh, what was that the other day? Cracking movie. <laughs> cracking. <laughs> test part. <laughs> it's a cracking movie anyway. Sorry. Um, but yeah, like talking about the experience of the the EP and recording it what what was different about this one like is it sounding better the EP in the sense of the quality but also as a band you guys just constantly feel like you're getting closer and closer all those things you just, yeah, you just named sure. honestly yeah. I think we were a lot more organised this time because we went into the studio knowing exactly what we were doing this time we didn't go in being like we got three songs and we need five yeah. so let's and just right quickly, yeah, quickly yeah. fucking drum two up mm. so we went in knowing exactly what was going to happen um, it's obviously like a pretty high grade studio so we were like pretty happy like heaps of gear there that we probably would never have touched in our lives yeah and um 
Yeah, just the dude doing it was just Music, musical gear. Jack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 no, no, we're good boys. Um, yeah, no, and Jack's just a fucking master of recording and so stuff. So where's where does where's he come from? Where do you boys get onto him? Oh, oh, he works at the at the Grove where we recorded. Okay, so yeah. that's why we because we we, talk, we talked about the Grove for a bit going up there and um, so we got in contact with him. Because we knew he was a he did a, a bit of work there. Yeah, he came onto Warsaw Records recently, didn't he? Yeah, it's fate. It's fate. Had it. Um, yeah, so now he's doing yeah, doing a, a bit of a partnership shit. with the Warsaw Sh- Records. Shout out Warsaw Records, eh? Yeah, yeah. big old shout out <coughs> Warsaw. No, um, yeah, yeah, I think everything was just a lot more organized, and mm. we've obviously grown as people and probably musicians. hundred oh, percent. We would like to think so. Yeah. And what you were saying before, I think um, every year that kind of goes by since you were sixteen, you get more exactly. and more experiences. Exactly. Like you see, yeah, you just get older and you go through more stuff. I suppose. Yeah. Not necessarily bad, good and bad, but yeah. But for your fans listening right now, is there any words you want to say to them? Or any words? Thanks for giving us all this support because we'd probably not be doing it if uh. Nobody yeah. listened to us. I mean, as much as we'd love to, we appreciate it more than yeah. I think they than the people realize. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Honestly, like we, yeah. Whenever we get like messages, like Aiden said before, like it fucking literally means a world. Like, yeah. go no, we're all probably a bit dumb at replying. Screenshot it, send it in the group chat or what? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent, dude, for sure, eh? Like, Just one last question: Would you boys ever consider a feature track with me or? Yeah, fuck no. Like ad lib. Down the back, you know, rapping something. I don't mind you boys pick. I think me and you are on the vocals. I'll give you a tip. Mute the mic. No way. I've got a big voice, don't you worry. Yeah. Let's get us bleed through mine. For those of you that are listening right now, if they haven't heard your stuff, where can they find you? Where can they follow you on that kind of thing? Oh, I mean, looks up on our socials. If you want to hear our stuff, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, all the, all the, all the we got CDs if we'll you want to buy CDs off our website. We'll add them we'll in. We'll add yeah. the socials in. All yeah. your links where we can find you. So thanks, my bar. Thanks yeah, for coming on today, boys. Keep kicking goals. You're killing it and thanks, we love you. Thanks so for having us. Awesome for a chat. Legends. So yeah. To everyone else, thanks for listening. You know where you can find us on all our platforms. So thank you. Thanks, boys. Thanks, fellas.